Hi, my name is Brendan Watt and welcome to the One Choice from Change podcast, where I give you the tools to create something totally different beyond the status quo and where you get to become as different as you are. What if there is nothing wrong with any of the choices you've made up until now? I'm inviting you to be aware that every choice creates something. So, what will you choose today? Hello, everybody, wonderful people. Welcome to another One Choice from Change podcast. Today, I have the lovely Miss Diva Diaz. Hi, Diva. Oh, hi. Hi, honey. Thanks for having me. You're in London. I'm in Houston. I, I like, know. I like this whole technology setup when we can't leave our houses. <laughs> right. I don't even know when these are going to get aired because I'll still be talking about not being able to leave my house and they'll probably get aired in like three months when... You can leave your house. What is this crazy person talking about? No, it just sounds like you just like to stay in your house. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I do. <laughs> okay, so what do we want to talk about? Predictability with choice. Yeah. So we work closely together. And mm-hmm. one of the things I've realized in the last couple of weeks with all of this with my life is we had a schedule planned out for the next 12 months. So for me, coming home was like, okay, I just come home. I know what I'm doing. I'm washing, I'm repacking, and I'm leaving again. And then yeah. I'll be in another hotel room. I'll be facilitating another class. <laughs> and yeah. that's my predictable life. And, and I would have thought of myself at the time as not having a predictable re- reality at all. Like my future would be completely unpredictable, but it wasn't. It was predictable. Yeah. The last couple of weeks have been interesting because I mean, I, I facilitate the choice possibilities class. So you would think I would have all of these wonderful choices and I would have all these different choices available, but I don't, I have the same choice as everybody else when the only thing I have is choice. Yeah. It's incredible, isn't it? I noticed the same thing. I thought I was like a really unpredictable, cool person. I'm much less cool than I thought. (laughs) because it's the same thing it's like I come home for a few days a month wash my clothes and then head off again but it's it's been a gift actually because I've realized how much I've been functioning from autopilot without even noticing so what started to fall away are um, not only the current choices but what I thought I had as future choices that would have been based on that same autopilot so now I'm like forced to choose from this whole different um menu almost oh, yeah well and it's the menu's gone and it's like that thing yeah. of forcing forcing yourself to choose is it's like we talk about 10 second increments of choice and i've had i've had a couple of times in this this little thing at home where i've just been like what do i choose you know and in talking to gary he's like get outside and choose in 10 seconds but it, but you have to force yourself into every choice when you're not used to choosing you're used yeah. to just having your day planned out, having your week planned out, having your future planned out rather than going, okay, if I had 10 seconds to live the rest of my life, what would I choose? Yeah. Talk about unpredictable. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting too, because even with the set 10 second increments of choice, I always had that in my mind as though I would have to be highly productive the whole time yeah. and doing things that created a result the whole time, even if I pretended that that wasn't my perspective, it actually was. Mm-hmm. So now when I'm at home, I'm like, 
oh, maybe for the next 10 seconds, I'm going to choose to just rest a little bit, or I'm going to choose to just sit with this for a moment and actually be in question as to whether I want to be making this choice or I want to be working on this project for right now. Yep. And that's, that's like a space that I hadn't really allowed myself. And it's still not the easiest. Sometimes it's still easy to think that I'm being lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's so interesting how much we think choice is doing and it's not. Choice is not. And it's like, and that's, that's the thing that gets a lot of people out of choice is they go, well, I don't want to do that much, but choice is the choice is the thing that allows you to be everything. The, the yes, no universe of it. Cause it's like, okay, so if I'm making this choice, how do I figure out what it's going to create before I make it? Uh, you yeah. can't do that in 10 seconds. And you also yeah. can't figure out what a choice is going to create because you've never chosen it before. Even if it's the same thing that you do every day, today's new. It's a brand new day. So it's a new choice. It can create a completely different outcome based on your willingness to be and the space you're willing to be when you make the choice. Mm. And this is a big one because it's like, I've, I've seen this throughout my life where I go, okay, so I'm making this choice from absolute the space of me. The choice Mm. works out, make the same choice from trying to get a result or from contraction. The choice never works out. So it's never the choice. It's the space you're willing to be when you make it. And that's the thing most people don't get. And the yes, no thing is like, okay, if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years? Okay. Yes. Okay, good. Watching Gary do this, he does yes, no with everything. He, he really does. And he's, he's the living example of how it works because his life never stops. Yeah, that's the thing. There's so much more motion to it, whereas we seem to have this concept that it's like a more still universe. And I guess it kind of is, as in there's more peace in it. But I love what you were saying as well about when you choose from contraction, because, I mean, that's something that, you know, we obviously look at, at the choice of possibilities classes and different classes, that it's like if you're making a choice based on fixing a problem or not feeling bad, feeling a bit better, you're just going to be creating more of that problem, more of that limitation rather than truly choosing from possibilities. You know, when you kind of just stop for a second, everything seems so much, it's like you're putting a a magnifying glass on stuff. Mm -hmm. To me, that's what quarantine has been. It's been uncomfortable and a huge gift in that I can see so clearly where I'm making my choices from. And if you're willing to be that vulnerable (laughs) and kind of raw with yourself, um, it can be quite full on, but that's when you can change it. Because that space that you're talking about as well, of like what you're choosing to be in that moment, that's the choice Yeah, as well. That's the choice as well. And it's like, and the, the thing you said with being that vulnerable with yourself, you really have to have that also if you're willing to have that space with every choice that you make because you'll actually start seeing what's true for you in the choices you make. So a couple of things with this that I want to give to people is, okay, if I choose this, will it create my future or decay it with all of the choices that you make? So you might do that for five minutes. You might forget for the rest of the day. Okay, good. Do it again the next day. Go for 10 minutes but start looking at, okay, if I choose this, am I creating something greater in my future or am I decaying it, taking myself away from where I'd like to be going in the future? 
Because what I've learned about choice is it only takes one choice to move you off that path where you know you can be heading into a completely different direction. But also it only takes one choice to get going forward. Yeah. So the other thing with this is if you're sitting here listening to this and you're going, well, my life's moving, but not very quickly, choose more. Okay. The only way you speed your life up is by choosing more. If you're making one choice every 10 minutes, your life is going to be moving pretty slowly. If you're going outside and going, okay, I have 10 seconds to live the rest of my life. What do I choose? Oh, I'm going to walk over there. Okay. 10, that 10 seconds is over. I have 10 seconds to choose the rest of my life. What do I choose? Oh, I'm going to go and look at that flower. Okay. That 10 seconds is over. I have 10 seconds to live the rest of my life. What do I choose? Oh, I'd like to have something different in my future. That's a choice also. And that's the thing that most of us don't get is like you said before, the choice is a doing thing. Okay. So to have more in my future in order to choose that, I need to figure out how to do it. Yeah. No, you have to choose it and then you have to allow it the choice to show you how you can contribute to actualizing it. Yeah. Wow. And that's such a whole, that's like a whole different level of receiving and of being out of control Yeah. as well. Cause you can't control that. You can't control when you're going to receive that information, how it's going to show up, what it's going to be. And I'm so happy that you said that thing of like choosing in 10 seconds, not every 10 minutes. Cause mm -hmm. I, I've noticed too, for me personally during this time that how much I've been making my life slow by choosing the things that I can control. Yeah. Like really not allowing things to move as quickly as they could, which again is, yeah, just like not really receiving. Well, and that's what most of us do is we will choose to the degree of the level we can control based on what those yeah. choices will create. The control comes to what we've decided the choice is going to create, not what the choice is going to create. And when mm. you come to a decision with the choice, the choice, you cannot see anything beyond what you've decided it's going to create. You can only see what you've decided it's going to create. Say with a relationship, for example, I'm choosing this mm -hmm. relationship because I can control this person or I can be in control of how this relationship will look. You've already decided what it takes to control a relationship and every choice that you make in that relationship is based on that decision of what it's going to take to control it. Right. It doesn't it actually receive from the relationship or the other person into what, like you talked about also the choice, choosing from possibilities into that place of, okay, every choice can create a possibility in my life if I'm just willing to be out of control with choosing. Yeah. Goodness. That's so huge. Like, what do you do then with that? Cause I see you being brilliant with that, like making choices with no idea of what it's going to look like, not being vested in the outcome and just when, being like, okay. When I'm not vested in the outcome and when I'm choosing from that space of me, when I'm just like, I'm just doing it, I'm choosing it. Then it always, it always creates the awareness of why I chose it in the first place. Because I learned many, many, many years ago that every choice you make creates an awareness. It's like even moving well, let's just say I moved country and it's like, <laughs> because we're having a little bit of a, you know, issue, let's say, but it's like, even with that choice, it's like, I left Australia, I had no idea what this was going to look like, left Australia, left all my stuff there, knew I had a place here to come to, 
was doing it at the time because I thought it would make travel easier, which is funny now because I'm not traveling. <laughs> but it's like, but I also knew I needed to do it. I knew for the, my life had hit a stagnation. It had hit a boundary with the place I was living. And I was like, okay, to get to that bigger life that I know I can have, I need to move. So making that choice to move was one choice, but every single choice that showed up after it showed me how I could keep choosing based on that one choice that I'd make. It also Mm. is, it's just a choice. You can always move again. Yeah. I love this example though, because you know, what's really interesting. Like I have moved so much in my life. Like Mm -hmm. you know this about me but I've moved a lot. And it's interesting how for me, it's always been a really similar energy. Like, oh, it's time to create something greater, create something different and just kind of following that. But for so many people looking at me, they would have had the judgment of you're not choosing a place to live. You're not choosing to settle down. You're not choosing to actually set this foundation for your life. Uh So it's so interesting when other people's projections come in about what you're choosing as well and still being able to stand strong in your awareness, just knowing what you know, even though it's not cognitive and you may not be able to justify it to people or even explain why you're doing it. Yep. But that's another one. That's another way that we, that we eliminate choice is we go, well, I have to get everybody to see why I'm choosing it so that it can yeah. be right. The only yeah. way that you ever get somebody else to, that you need somebody else to align and agree with a choice that you've made is if you need to get the choice right. And that's, I don't know if I've done, I think I've done that a little bit on these, some of these podcasts, like the whole, that right and wrong thing with choice. You cannot have yes, no with right and wrong. Cause yes will always be what's right. And no will always be what's wrong. Well, that's interesting now because I'm sure that so many people listening to this and I've done this in the past, I've looked at the yes and no as the right and wrong, which would be the right thing to choose yep. and not the wrong thing. So can you talk about like what it is that you perceive when you choose from that? Yes or no? Well, it's like when you choose from like the example I gave before with me moving, there was a lot of people who didn't want me to move. So for them, it wasn't the right choice because it wasn't going to work for, it wasn't going to work for them. But for me, I knew I had to choose it and I just went, okay, is my life going to be bigger in five years if I choose this? Yes. Okay. I'm choosing it. And that was the place of, I didn't have to get it right. And I knew that I could get here and just turn around and move back if it didn't work. But that gave me the sense of, okay, so what would I like to create my life as I'm not trying to get it right anymore. And this has still been a big thing for me because it's like for a lot of us, what we've done is we've, we've had this inherent sense of wrongness our whole lives. Like if you're one of those people of the world, who's a seeker and you're always looking for something different, there's a good chance that you've made yourself wrong your whole life or you've thought you're wrong and you've hidden it from everybody else. But one of the ways that we hide being wrong from everyone is by getting our choices right. We fight against the wrongness of us with getting it right, which is two sides of the same coin working back on themselves (laughs) going, well, you're still in a constant state of judgment of you. Yeah. It's like this conflictual universe because you know, I mean, we spoke briefly the other day about also kind of being in conflict with your choices. It's like, you know, you want to choose something, but then you're fighting against that choice or fighting against yourself Mm -hmm. um, to get there. And one of the ways I've seen 
myself do it over the years is with facilitating. It's like I started facilitating the choice of possibilities classes and it's like, and I went, okay, I have to get choice right. I have to know how to talk about choice and do all this. I'd talked from a place that wasn't at, that wasn't choice anyway. I was still trying to get it right. I've had people like you being one of them. It's like, okay, so how do we, like we have a telecall coming up. All right, how do I do the right thing to get this telecall to be right? And it's on choice. And I'm like, what yeah. am I doing? Yeah. Who am I being right now? Because when, when I'm doing the thing of judging myself into something, I'm not being me. So another way that you'll get to this place of when you're fighting against yourself in order to choose is, okay, who am I being right now? Mm. And for most of us, we learn how to, ch- what you learn how to choose who you learn from. There's a good chance they weren't that good at choice. <laughs> you know, they were probably doing a whole lot of this right and wrong. And you went, Oh, okay. So a good choice is a right choice. A bad choice is a wrong choice. So I'll just try and make the right choices while making myself wrong at the same time, while never actually getting to figure out who I am and what's yeah. true for me, because I'm not choosing what's true for me. I'm only choosing what makes me right. Yeah. So how many choices are you making for you in order to prove to you that you're right? So you never have to be wrong. You never have to be made wrong by the people you learn how to choose from. Everything that really? is time. God's only destroy and uncreate it. Yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, meons. But I think it's funny because I just realized in um, talking to you about this where in the last couple of weeks where I haven't been willing to be me with, with what I know and the choices that I'm willing to make. And, and see, because all of us have a capacity to choose to the degree in which we use it is our choice. Yeah. But we all have it. So people who are the people who don't do judgment don't have to do right and wrong and are willing to be in that 10 seconds and in that yes, no universe have millions more choices available because they don't have to look for the right one. They can choose anything based on, will this create more? Yes, no, yes. Okay, good. Choosing it. (laughs) Right. And we think that looking for the right and wrong is going to give us the faster way to get the choice when actually it's like the complete opposite. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've watched Gary do this, like watching him with the way that he's created his life with even with in things with the business and stuff like that. And with Dane and with a lot of us is it's like, you know, Gary will make choices if it doesn't work. Okay. That didn't work, but he got the awareness of it. He got the awareness of that choice. And now let's, let's make a different choice. And one of the things that Dane says, which is pretty reminds me of myself is I've made more wrong choices in my life than most people have made. I've no, I've made more choices in my life that have fucked things up than most people have made choices. Yeah. And this is the way that you really, you start learning what's true for you by choosing and then going, okay, that wasn't really what I desired to choose in the first place. Okay, good. Yeah. I'll make another choice. But that's it, acknowledging it, not judging it, and then making another choice. Whereas what we tend to do is try and then make the choice that we made right and make it work and make it stay and be like, no, this was supposed to be this way. And then we're like dragging this dead yeah. body along with us. <laughs> we're, we're, dra- yeah, we are. we're dragging our chosen choice along with us because we've yeah. chosen it rather than choosing again. Yeah. Like, oh, well, 
I've chosen this, therefore I have to live with it. Uh, no, you're not married to every single choice you make. Yeah. You just make another choice, you know, and been interesting for me too, because with, and I'm so looking forward to this telecall now. Thank you for this conversation. Cause it's like, it's going to be an adventure. And I, it was called a program by the way. And now I don't want it to be called a program because I hate the word program. So now it's called an adventure. It is. Yeah. It's called an adventure and exploration and choice. Actually it's eight months starts yeah. on the 15th. Um, but yeah, <laughs> 15th of this month. Like I can stop my, I can stop my life in a heartbeat based on my unwillingness to choose. And this is where I really over the years have learned the power of choice. Like, cause I'll go, well, I don't want to choose anything today. I'm, I'm not being me today. I'm being depressed asshole. My life not only stops now, I can perceive my whole future start coming, tumbling down on top of me. And it's like, because this is the other thing with choices. Every choice we make not only creates something now, it creates ripples out into the future that not only create into the future, but start creating the energy of what else is available for you to choose in the future. Mm. So for me, it's like, it only takes me probably a day to have everything start crashing down on me. (laughs) If your life has stopped right now, if it's slowed down, it can speed back up. Okay. All you have to do is start choosing again. I love that you're saying this and without wanting to open up another huge topic, because I know we're nearing the end. It's like, so often when we get to that point where we are stopping our lives, rather than recognizing we can make another choice, because this is a choice, we can so easily go into what limitation do I need to overcome? What limitation do I need to clear and somehow be greater than before I can choose? And that's what sticks us, the point of view that we're even limited rather than recognizing it's just a choice. Like what other choice do I have available that I didn't think I had available? Yeah. And that's what a lot of us do is we go, why am I not choosing? If I can, <laughs> yeah. if I can find why I'm not choosing, then I'll finally choose. Then I'll choose. Why? Why only keeps <laughs> you looking, looping back on yourself, trying to figure out why something's not working. The only thing that makes anything work is by choosing something different. And one of the things I've been saying for years is you can't change a choice that you've made in the past. You can only make a new one. And this really takes you out of that place of having a predictable future because the only way you create a predictable future is by creating your future based on your past. The way you predict, the choices that you have into the future so that you create that predictable future is by looking backwards and going, okay, so where did this choice work in the past so that I can make sure I can choose it again so I can get it right and I can have my predictable life. Yeah. Or, or even where can I avoid making that wrong choice yeah. or, you know, having that relationship with that kind of abusive person. So then whatever it is that we're choosing, even if we're already choosing something greater, we're not even going to see it. We don't receive any part of it. All we're doing is constantly referencing it back to that past choice. And constantly judging yourself in order to, in order to create the predictability. Yeah. You have to, that's the other thing. You have to be in a constant state of judgment of you to create predictability. Probably most of you listening to this are the ones who are seeking something different. The humanoids of the world who are going, 
well, I always make myself wrong. Yeah, there's you. So you'll judge <laughs> yourself constantly to create that predictable future. When it's somebody who all they do is judge somebody else, what they look for is how the world is created around them and they're the effect of it and everybody else should do what they want them to do because they're the coolest and you should do what they want them to do. We all have people like that in our lives. They're the humans. And then, so what, what, a, what the human reality will do will be, how can I judge everybody else into doing everything that I want them to do so that they can create the world around me so that I can have my predictable future? Right. So everything that is and everywhere you've got yourself mixed up with going, well, how do I judge in order to create? We well, just try and uncreate all that. Yes, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and millions. And probably I just have to add, if you're right now thinking, is that me? Am I doing that human reality? Then you're probably not doing that human reality. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Otherwise, you would not be asking that question. You would just be convinced that you're right. <laughs> Put it this way: if you'd like to, if you'd like to see something greater in the world, if you'd like to have more choice, if you'd like to see something different, and if you love to judge yourself, then you're a humanoid. And I'll, I'll, talk, I'll do another one on, I'll do another one on getting out of judgment. I mean, t the funny thing is talking about, and this is why I know that the eight month program is what we needed and it might even yeah. have to go for a lot longer, but it's like, cause I'm going, what am I going to talk about with choice for eight months? You know, cause I plan on doing all sorts of different <laughs> things with it as well. And I'm like, what am I going to, and talking to you for 25 minutes, it's like, I go, Oh, I've, there's about 400 topics that we just brought up that I could talk about. So Yeah, I, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so I have fun. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much. And thank you, guys. If you're out there, just try, try that, what we talked about, those few tools. If, you, if your life is not moving as quick as you want it to right now or you feel like it's slowed down, recognize that you can change it by choosing, okay? And if I can do it, so can you. So get to work. <laughs> Thank you, Brendan. Bye. Bye. If you found this helpful, please share it and subscribe at onechoicefromchange.com. Until next time, there's only one choice from change. <laughs>